Welcome to Reinvention Ready. I'm your host, Janie Genosis. If you're looking for inspiration to ignite your fires of possibility and make the rest of your life your best life, you're in the right place. I'm delighted to introduce you to my guest, Niall Saeed, Life Advantage strategist and founder of Go One Up. Niall left the corporate life in 2009 and formed a successful fitness and e-commerce business that went from zero to multi-millions within 12 months. This incredible success also came with great lows when Niall experienced a nervous breakdown in 2017. For two years, he struggled and isolated himself from everyone close to him. As he healed, he learned to trust himself and his 30 years of personal development knowledge. He also learned to seek support from those around him. And today, Niall is serving others and supporting their journey to grow from stuck to unstoppable. So welcome, Niall. I am so excited to be able to talk with you today. I'm so looking forward to this. This is really great. I've been looking forward to this for a while. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, so Niall, your journey is so moving and you've been through a lot. I mean, you built this successful business after working in the corporate world and then you really hit a low point. Tell us about your journey, about how you evolved to start Go One Up and give us an overview of, of how you got where you are. Right. You know, it was uh, quite a journey having a young family back in the when, during my corporate days and uh, did whatever it took, right? Taking that responsibility and so on. And well, as most people do. And uh, but there was something that was taking its toll on me, even from back in the corporate days and so on. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with the, the corporate world for me or for anyone else, but it wasn't working for me. And there was always this little entrepreneurial itch inside of me. But at the same time, I've always wanted to serve people. 2009, um, I, I left the corporate world and uh, it was a big step, but I planted a few seeds. I moved to a point where I took on an e-commerce, uh, was introduced to an opportunity and I jumped at it because my background in e-commerce and, and web development and the fitness industry married the two. And so then I ran this multi-operational uh, project for seven and a half years, but not only teaching fitness and not only training people and so on, I took and ran this 24 hours, seven days a week project and uh, well, not project company and operation. Wow. Wow. So yeah. that had to be, I mean, a ton of work. Were you working 16 hour days? Were you completely devoted? I couldn't, I can't even actually put a, a number on it. It was nonstop because the, the internet doesn't sleep. It was amazing how um, it was, there was a high and then it just started taking its toll. And I saw my changes in my health and uh, in my, my outlook and, and so on. And uh, there were some things that are very much so out of my control in that regards, but you have to adjust and pivot. So even though I was continually pivoting and moving forward in so many different ways and trying to gain traction and maintaining, uh, there was more taking its toll on me. Yeah, yeah. And so, and eventually it, it came to... Yeah full toll where in 2017 you just couldn't do it anymore right right that whole that operation and that uh, opportunity wound down to a point where my body just said whoa it and it came to a stop 
So my body didn't know what to do. I was in a cycle and really building with momentum, but at times momentum itself can play against you if you're not staying aware of how it's impacting you. And so I, I real, it, it, my body just shut down. I, I didn't know what it was until I gave myself a chance to do some research and I, and I met with some experts and so on. And I found out that it was a nervous breakdown and I, but it, the, the symptoms is what scared me. The symptoms were, were I, I was always very much wanting to speak to people and I wrote down ideas. I have a journal by my bedside with, with new ideas, like invent like game ideas and just my, my creative brain would just take over. And so it was, uh, it stopped, it just stopped. And I, I wasn't able to complete my sentences. I wasn't able to communicate with people. I was afraid to be in front of family members, uh, go visit with friends. I, I just couldn't communicate. I couldn't complete my thoughts. I would have a thought and I'm talking and then it's gone. And it just in thin air. And I'm thinking this is very frustrating and scary considering my past and how I've, I've known myself to be. It's very much an opportunity to, I love to interact. And if I can't interact, what do I have? So very much my identity was attached to that. And when, if I couldn't do that, I was really trying to figure out what I could do for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that has to be just scary, really, really scary. When scary. You, you have this energetic person that you've been all of these years and you go get them and build that momentum. And then all of a sudden you can't do anything and you really don't know why. And you, you, you feel, I mean, you talk about, helping people today grow from stuck to unstoppable but this is worse than stock this is i mean this this feels like someone turned the switch pulled out the plug and right and that's exactly it i actually felt uh like i just couldn't function it was really it was it was the one thing i did do and i'll tell you this just to shed some light on the matter was the idea is i made a very clear conscious decision that even if i can't think or follow a thought or follow through the thought or complete my sentences or communicate as effectively as I used to, I had to make sure that I didn't succumb and be victim to my bed mm-hmm. in the mornings. So I made a very conscious decision every morning to make sure saying at least get out of bed, brush your teeth, wash your face, at least that and make your bed. That's it. So then you don't feel tempted to go back in. I didn't want to fall trap. And we hear this a lot yeah, when yeah. it comes to that. And I don't want depression to set in. Yes, there was moments of depression and frustration. Yeah. And I was really resisting uh, what was going on. And I was getting very frustrated, not knowing how to approach it. But um, that was one thing that I, I consciously had to do for myself with regards to moving myself forward in, in, in just trying to get better. Uh, and I know that being as I've been in the past, being reactive or complacent or lazy didn't serve me. And it doesn't serve the average person, right? In that regards, it's either fear that stops us, but at the same time, we know that even if we take little steps, the little micro steps, uh, then at least we're making some movement, some progress. And I needed to be well aware of that and I need to be gentle with myself. And that's when I finally surrendered that that time and i was like you know what just give yourself a chance to heal and healing is so important some people don't give themselves a chance yeah right right they they feel guilty about taking time for themselves or they feel like they have to get right back to where they were and and you're a different person i mean when you go through something like that sometimes i think there's a, a real deep spiritual reason why you have to experience this because then you can grow from it and now beautiful thing is now you're helping other people who are in that situation and tell me how you 
how did go one up get started how did you decide to move in that direction you have a huge 30-year background in personal yeah. development I, I, that was one of the most frustrating things i've had years of studies and self-study in this area and why can't i get myself unstuck i know what to do uh, a lot of times we know what to do in any area of our lives but we just don't do it. And again, it's fear or there's something stopping me. Yes, there was a there's more of a challenge there with with what my nervous system was experiencing, but I had the knowledge to do that. To go back, uh, you mentioned 30 years, 30 plus years. It's true. My journey in the areas of personal development and, and so on started when I was about 15. Uh, so uh, I'm not 70, uh, starting, <laughs> at, starting at, at 40. Um, it started at 15. I tried to find out more about myself. One of the greatest challenges for me, um, and this is a very common story with a lot of people, last one picked for the teams, wasn't popular, was bullied incredibly, like there was so many different things. And I was trying to figure out what makes people tick, not only them, but me, and how am I going to manage this so I don't become victim, if, if I could use that term, um, and fall to not see my self-worth. And that was really important. Um, a lot of people made fun of me and, you know, as a teenager, like, what are you doing? What, why, what are you reading this for? Let's just go. And I was like, no, I don't really want to learn this. And it filled me. And so it filled me a lot. And, you know, it was, it was amazing. The many books that I, I tapped into going to the library, signing books out cassettes back in the day and, uh, and going to see some big names now, but back then they were still up and coming, but they had not wealth of knowledge and I wanted to know more and insight. So I was a sponge. And, and that's carried me throughout the years uh, in, in the efforts of even working with the particular few experts in the field and, uh, and being close to them and their knowledge. Um, it's shaped, shaped me. It's always been part of me to want to serve people on a personal level. And, and now as an entrepreneur, I could help entrepreneurs because there's more than just a business. You're an actual human being running a business. And I've been there as an entrepreneur having a breakdown. So you're your personal experiences and what you experience on a daily basis in your business spans over and impacts your home life and your personal life and your relationships and your interaction with children, if you have them, or your pets or your neighbors and, and anybody you come in contact with. So making yourself whole helps. That whole journey has really shaped me. And it's really always, I'm always moved to serving others. There's, there's something so amazing when you see someone light up and or have this moment realizing that they're not alone. I mean, we all have to realize that we're not alone. And even if we feel that way, we know that there are millions and millions of different emotions that we could be feeling and everyone's felt something under different circumstances, but they do stem and they have a new, they could always have a new direction. And that's really important to know. So serving people and, and being able to help people think outside themselves for a moment so they could see that there's optimism and, and, and potential and opportunity is is just what what lights me up yeah yeah and that's that's important for people to understand that and i have to defend those people because you've had 30 years of experience that started at 15 i think that's such an advantage but if you are in your 40s it's not too late to discover this or your 50s or your 60s sometimes it's a 30-day transformation that can completely change your life so so i just want to say if, if people are listening to this and they are in their 40s or their 50s it's not too late it's never not too, too late, late. Not and even when you've got 30 years of experience sometimes you need to hear it in a different way or you need right. to 
take that step back because, you know, it's hills and valleys. My life's been hills and valleys too. And, you know, I'm coming out of a valley right now too. And it, it, all of this training has been so helpful to go back, but I've gotten some more and found some new people to listen to that have inspired me even more. And um, yeah, so that, that's going to happen. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of the principles and some people actually say, well, that's just, I know that. Well, if we know that, why aren't we doing it? And I think a lot of times when we hear it from one person, um, it's one thing, but when you hear it from another that's expressed maybe the same principle the same approach and so on but in a different way they'll their voice their message resonates with you you'll take the action so yes a lot of what i've studied over the past 30 plus years has been replicated in some way but obviously put in different contexts that made sense to me different stories and different experts or author, uh, authority figures will speak to different people and i've learned that i've learned that in a big way i'm more more receptive to other people today more so well because of where i am in my life at this point you're never too old never too young that's the way i see it all the time it doesn't hurt uh, it doesn't hurt why wouldn't we want to up our game in some way or another going up actually came from the idea of i we all have to recognize we need to celebrate the small wins and i think that's important i think again over the last 10 years or more the idea of everything happening so quickly from drive-throughs to the internet to all of the things that are going on in social media and this has been talked a lot about but we take it for granted and we've lost sight and now obviously with what we're experiencing here and now this 2021 there is there are things that we used to do that we just can't do anymore because of the circumstances. Do we just fall back and fall complacent and thinking that's it? No, we just have to adjust. Let's not stop having those special dinners with our family member, even though we're all under the same roof for 24 seven. Um, let's like, there's, there's certain things that we still need to do. So it's a small win. So small moments that move us in the direction to fill ourselves so we can have more capacity to do more in our professional or personal lives and, I, and there's always an opportunity in that regard yeah oh absolutely i think we are such a society of bombardment anymore you get bombarded on the internet you can't drive down this you're you know you're listening to something you've got your earphones on your phone yeah. is attached you're it's just it's just constant it's constant and i think there's a pressure too to respond you know to someone sends you an email or someone texts you or get right back to them, drop what you're doing. And I have read that when you stop focusing, it takes 20 minutes to get back into where you were before. So if you don't take that quiet space or that time to mm -hmm. focus on what you need to focus on, you just are pulled in a million different directions and pretty soon your brain starts to feel like, like scrambles, you know, because so there's true. so much happening and we can't always keep up. So you're right, little steps and learning to focus more, or learning to shut your phone off for, um, you know, just an hour, turn it off, put it in another room and do what you decide to do, whatever that is. And yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's so important. I've learned also with, from the many people that I've spoken to and worked with and coached and within my own personal experiences, when we start recognizing that we're be more acutely self-aware of what we're experiencing in, in every moment, not to really tense up and try to overanalyze ourselves every moment. But when we can do a self check in and recognize, do I have the capacity? So I didn't have the capacity during my nervous breakdown. I knew that I broke down. My nervous system wasn't functioning. My thought processes, my body, I didn't have an appetite. Uh, sleep was, 
I don't know. <laughs> it's, it was, it was, it, it just rested my body. My, my mind was trying to still heal itself, but it comes down to whether we have the capacity or not. So we do need to take those moments to just recognize, use the small wins as stepping stones to build momentum, but we also need to, you know, pause and, and so on at times to take inventory. So we know that we can have a great day and everything is going really well. And if something out of the blue and unexpected comes in and just blindsides us, like something is needed and it's unexpected, we have the capacity because we're having a great day or things are all falling. We, we now have the capacity to deal with that. But when we don't have the capacity and things that we're just having a tough day and so on, and someone's just drink, dropped milk in the, in the kitchen, it's like, really, really, really in perspective, it's just spilled milk. But the idea is um, you just don't have the capacity right now. So managing our capacity levels on a daily basis is so important and, and being able to know, you know what, I don't have to check the email right now. I, do I need to be reactive or proactive? If I can be proactive for myself, I'll have better capacity and mental stability to be able to address anything that comes my way in half an hour, like in half an hour. It's fine. It's fine. And that's my, that's a lot, a lot to what I have to do and, and speak to when it comes to going up and at coaching clients. Yeah, it's that that false sense of emergency right. that I think we place on things that aren't necessarily emergencies. It's not if it's a life or death situation. If the milk spills, yes, you should clean it up so you don't slip on it. Sure. That kind of thing. If there's glass on the floor, that's a that's a, an emergency in a right. sense. But answering someone's email or calling someone back or you know, is it really an if it's life and death you would do it but could it wait 30 minutes could it is there something else that you need to do instead that's going to be yeah. more productive to help you have that better day you know schedule your phone calls at a different time or answer all your emails right. in the afternoon or i know people have found a lot of different ways so question for you yes what from a productivity standpoint because as you're a new entrepreneur again and as an entrepreneur in the past i'm sure you have some great productivity tips that you can share with people. What do you do to keep your day on track and to keep yourself in focus so that momentum doesn't get out of whack yeah. and you move forward at a good pace? There's a couple and they're really simple. I mean, I think we overlook them because they're simple. I don't, I don't think that's fair really, but there's a couple of things. Um, I don't overextend myself anymore, but I do prioritize that I put things in a calendar. And if something comes up and if you and I were to set a time to be able to chat in a week or so, and so I would be putting it in my calendar now, not relying on my memory tomorrow about the date and the time. And I got in the habit of making notes and generating ideas and, and journaling all these different thoughts. I would wake up three in the morning back in the day and write down this new idea or a way to approach something. And uh, today I use Evernote as an example. There's so many different note-taking apps, but Evernote, so I could I could catalog it to different notebooks. It does a date timestamp. I could update it anytime. I can make my note right now on my phone and come to my computer and go to the web-based version of that to my account. And it's there, it's synced. I can copy that, put it into my web, my web, uh, my website or content or graphics work and so on. And it's always there. So I'm not, again, relying on myself to try to remember what I wrote down. I have it right there, even if it's just point form, even if it's I'm driving, I would actually do an audio. So Evernote, I would actually do an audio message to myself while driving because I don't want to miss that moment. And there's an opportunity to capture that. All right. I got to check into Evernote because, um, and, and you don't have any stock in Evernote. You have to 
<laughs> no, I don't. I don't at all. No, I've been using it for years. It's a free. I even use just the free version. There's a free version. There's a premium that will allow for even more and highlights and, and so on. It'll be able to read business cards and, and scan it into your Evernote for cataloging and so on. But I use it most primarily for even capturing links off an internet. Uh, you know, if someone sends me something through an email and I launch it to a web browser and I was like, there's a clip here, there's clipping functions that I could just say, I just want to clip this or highlight this or bookmark this right into Evernote under a particular notebook and now I have access to it even after the fact so there's a lot of great functions that's that's awesome um I I am still a notebook person so I I kind of like the tactile writing with three there's there's two sitting right beside me so I was just like yeah um so tell me Niall um I'm just a we just talked a little bit about organization but motivation yeah you know what keeps you you said like when you went through your depression, you forced yourself to get out of bed and make the bed. Mm-hmm. And now you're healed, you're moving forward. But what keeps you motivated today? That's a great question. You know, um, during the time I was not well, I really put way too much pressure on myself to get better. And when I realized that I was resisting myself, it resisted back harder. <laughs> so that's why I even spoke about earlier surrendering to it and, and re- recognizing that I needed the time to heal just to allow not time, but do the necessary things, allow yourself to not resist why things are not happening, but accept what is happening and adjust and pivot accordingly. But once I started taking the, sh- the focus off of myself and recognizing what I could do for others, it lifted me even more. So once I stopped the resistance against myself, I let that go. And then I started to be able to address and feel as though, and actually serve others, my children, family, friends, um, building my skills so I could serve them after the fact when I'm feeling better and doing more in the coaching elements and so on. That really moved me. And again, building on those little steps helped me build momentum. We're going to have tough days. We all do. We're human. We're emotional beings. And we are going to feel stressors. But when we feel as though we can have, the, the again, the capacity within ourselves, building on what's moving us forward and what fills us, then it almost perpetuates itself and it will actually propel us forward. So what motivates me in a nutshell is this, the, the element of serving others. If, if there's anyone that's stuck or if there's a moment where someone's like, you know what, I need your opinion on this. You know, here, take a look at these two logos or branding or, you know what, I'm a little torn about this career or that career. Major, these are major life decisions in some cases. Then we have to take it down and saying, what lights you up? What moves you forward? And when I can start working with people and, or help people or even just be that person to pose questions as a coach, Because really, I don't necessarily have all the answers. I'm not you, right? And the fact is, but if I could help open up new ways of thinking and approaches and see the new paths that are potentially right there, so you can actually see if that is a viable option or not, that that makes my day. That That helps me move closer and closer to my fulfillment. I mean, in that regards, in that regards, it, it's, uh, it's, it, it sounds maybe overly simplistic, but it's true. It's true. So that helping others was 
such a powerful force to, to, to propel you to do what you do. Absolutely. Was there an aha moment about that? Was there, how, how did you discover that you wanted to create Go One Up? Was it a slow unfolding or, you know, no, like firework? No. It's actually always been there. It's always been there in some way, but I never really, I always wanted to be a coach. I always wanted to serve people. I always came back to it, even after teaching classes or training people or, or being on the road and so on. And people are like, yeah, I'm having a little bit of trouble with this and so on. First of all, I felt really honored that I, that they felt that I was approachable. So that's nice. And that's great. So at least I know I don't have to put myself in a position saying, hey, come and talk to me. So it's not a matter of that. Uh, so they felt comfortable enough to talk to me. And I, I, if they're that comfortable speaking to me and I can pose questions to help light them up and realize, you know what, I never saw it that way. I said, okay, so what can we do now? And what can you do next? Do you, do you want me to follow up in regards to this? I could actually look into this for you, but do you want to pursue this? And so we can start this conversation. This has happened a lot throughout my life. But when you can pose the questions and you have people come to understand and gain the confidence with themselves to make that well thought out decision for themselves, they're doing it for themselves, not any. Um, that's that's unbelievable because if i could help somebody take their lives even in an increment to another level um i'm 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 happy i'm happy i'm actually i love that and so it's been happening for years i now feel as though and i've always wanted to coach people i always wanted to consult and work with people to up their game i mean that's what it's that's what it's all about in some way or another and uh but at the end of the day you have to be happy thank you for that and to get there though, you had to have some superpowers. So I love to talk to people about superpowers because we all have them. We don't always acknowledge them. So what would you say are your superpowers? Um, you know, I've had a tough time with this question in the past. And, uh, but what comes to mind is, again, building on my experiences and the idea of seeing even the slightest opportunity and i think because not everything is going to show up in the most pristine perfect vision and perspective and all laid out and like the, the dinner table is set perfectly you know and so on it's not always going to be that but at least the foundation's there like the table's there the tablecloth the plates now what do we have to do it, seeing that there's potential and i really love to challenge thoughts and uh, a lot of people are afraid to and so uh, I really, I, I think one of my superpowers powers is to flip things on its head. Some people are like, no, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. And then I would pose questions and I do, do this with myself all the time. I pause, I stop and I was like, okay, is this the only option? What other ways? And it may not even be directly related. Okay, I can't work in this capacity right now here in this moment. What other area do I have access to? And once you start asking yourself, what other areas of do I have access to, or can I move towards, or where can I go to change scenery, you start getting those answers. And, uh, but we have to be open and willing to ask ourselves those tough questions sometimes, rather than just keep on fighting the same thing that's not working. And so uh, flipping, flipping ideas on their heads and looking and going a little deeper, I like to play devil's advocate at times. I like to challenge thoughts because I don't think that we have to stay with one train of thought all the time. I think there's a great opportunity to see that there's 
other new potentials and, and being able to pivot. That's what an entrepreneur needs to do. They need to do that. It's not a horrible thing, but knowing that you have to pivot. I did a piece um, a few months back early during, uh, well, mid 2020 with regards to what's happened. And those businesses that did not have curbside pickup for their businesses or their fitness studio, a lot of them just didn't know what to do. They're like, we're done. And I was like, you know what? You have an opportunity. Some other businesses well-established already had call-in orders and so on. So it was very easy for them to plug and play the idea of having curbside pickup. What happened with the small businesses is that they had to now step up to do it, but they found a way. Mm -hmm. They found a way, but they only found a way when their backs were up against the wall. Sometimes we shouldn't have to wait till our backs are up against the wall. Yeah, and right. we can be proactive. Yeah. We, if, yeah, be proactive in regards to saying, hey, you know what? What if? What if we had to do this? Are we ready? You know, there's real knowledge and understanding how language impacts us. And so just the word alone. But once we actually say, I can, I can figure this out. Once we say, I can figure this out, can, I'm per, first of all, giving myself permission. Good. We should. And now we can actually move ourselves forward to saying, okay, well, if I can, what is it? Not how, because sometimes how could actually bring, I was like, well, there is no way. Well, how is gives options, but what can I do? Literally actually imposes and assumes that you can do something. Right. What can I do? Tiny steps. We've tiny steps. Said it already. Tiny steps. Tiny yeah. steps moving forward. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, Niall, what advice would you like to give your former self, that Niall of 10, 15 years ago, that you wish that you're so happy that you know now that you wish you'd known then? Check in often enough on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis with yourself to know that you have the capacity and that you're making yourself whole and fulfilled day by day. That is so important. I, I truly believe that I, I, the one of the reasons why I experienced my breakdown was because I was running 24 seven. I would go weekends without sleep uh, every, really every four to six weeks. So that took its toll in itself too, because I felt as though I had to, I had obligations, I had deadlines. And um, checking in, if I, I didn't check in enough, and I, I wouldn't want anybody to experience what I experienced. And I know that there's thousands of millions of people that have experienced something like this, and, but there are ways out. But I think there's, it's preventable. And when you know and realize that it's preventable because you can find ways, that fill, that ways to fill your own cup, it's important. We need to know that we could fill our own cups in some way, saying, you know what, I love to read then read. You know, if someone says, I love to go for walks, I just haven't done it in weeks. And I was like, okay, where's 15 minutes right now? <laughs> when is now a good time? Like, let's just do, do this. Um, don't necessarily just talk about what's it going to cost you. Do you have a pair of shoes? Do you, do, you, do, is, do you have a sidewalk or not? Do you have even just enough room to walk around the house? Even if you feel as though it may be a struggle and you haven't been out for a long time and you're feeling like you're out of shape and so on, go to the first light pole. <laughs> Just do that. 
just just go to the first light pole and turn back and then realizing you turn back saying that was nothing okay i think i can go two light poles okay let's go two light poles and come back and just do what you feel as though will light you up so you do know you've actually done something for yourself so you're not spreading yourself thin and you don't have the capacity to a point where that you can't function under pressure there's going to be pressures in life whether it's in relationships in business in work in your health there's going to be pressures when we realize we have enough capacity on a daily basis to address them, maybe not all at the same time, but when we have enough capacity to deal with them on a daily basis, then we feel as though we're actually in control. I don't, I would really, I'm thankful for in a way of what I experienced because it woke me up mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it could have been extremely bad um, considering the outcome uh, at that time, if my circumstances were even worse, my health and so on. So luckily I was in enough reasonable good shape to be able to endure what happened. Uh, but at the same time, it's because I didn't give myself the chance. We need to, we need to pro pro provide some very special and unique self-love to ourselves and everybody's different. So your ideas for self-love was, would be the same as mine. It's about making choices right. and, and choosing things that are going to help you be more fulfilled and it's putting your oxygen mask on before you help somebody else sometimes too. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. We lose sight of that sometimes. Um, Mother Teresa also ate. Like, so, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot to be said to know that you need to care for yourself so you can do more for others if that's your calling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very true. So um, what inspires you today? And how has that changed as you've reinvented yourself? I, I think people limit themselves. And what inspires me is that if someone's willing to see that there's another opportunity, but they're not sure how, I love the idea. It inspires me when I see someone light up. It inspires me when I see people moving themselves in the direction that they want to move in, rather than hold themselves back. Right, right. Yeah. And to start realizing that they're in charge of themselves too. It's not the other people around them. It's not the situation. It's them, you know, it's that, them. that you can get unstuck you can move forward you can change your life absolutely no matter what your circumstances are you can take a step even if it's a small step every day and you look back in a week and you're farther away from that old place you didn't want to be and closer to the new place where you want to be right right and again that takes strength and that takes so some people who i mean again i felt there's many times where someone could feel so lethargic and just uninspired that they're like, there's no way out of this. There's no way. Well, first of all, if you say that, then there isn't. <laughs> so right, that's, right. that's one thing right there. If you say that, then there isn't. Um, that, what can I do? Yeah. What can I do, right? It's, it's <laughs> language and how we say it, even how we say it, right? Like if it's a matter of, if you want to get like, and I'm not, I don't promote this, but if you want to get angry at the situation, at least we're getting energized to try to be open to new opportunities. And I think that's, you know, getting frustrated and saying, that's it. It's like cutting off and just getting so frustrated. This is not what I want to experience anymore. What would be better? No matter what, when you say what, you're going to be getting an answer. You're going to find the answers to be able to fix, figure out, even if it's just one incremental step in a different direction, that will spawn and spur up new trains of thoughts and thinking. So even on a little level, it matters. I like that. I like that. What could be better? Because right. where you are, if you say what could be better, maybe what could be better is 
going outside and getting a breath of fresh air for five minutes. You know, sometimes it's something so small and then like ask yourself again, okay, what could be better? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And it's, we're, I don't know how much of our body, it's a lot of our body is made up of water. Right, and I always like, over 70, over 70%. Yeah, that analogy in, and I guess water isn't everything, but if you see water when it sits and it stagnates, it's disgusting. You know, right. it's yucky and germy and moldy, you know, gross things we don't need. Right. And then as soon as you can get that water moving and flowing, it's right. such a different experience. And I think it's the same within us. We don't want that part of us to stagnate that is like water, you know, and to move it, get it going. Yeah, the flow, the flow is so important. So, um, but now I know there's people that have been listening and they're going to want to know more about you. They're going to want to work with you. How do they find you? Well, um, simply they could visit my website if they want to reach out to me directly. Also, it's at go1up.co. So G-O-O-N-E-U-P.co. And my social media handle is at go1upnow. And that's on, uh, that's Facebook, that's Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, everything's still being able to, being developed and so on, but it's all there. And so they could reach out to me directly that way. Wonderful, wonderful. Are there any parting words you'd like to share before we wrap up today? Well, uh, first of all, I want to thank you. This was great. And I, I, I was so I was really looking forward to this. And this was fantastic. I love the dialogue. And your questions are just so they trigger some amazing thoughts. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping that your listeners and viewers will get some great value from this. Uh, but I want to thank you. I really my parting words, if anything, is, is the idea that there's always an opportunity if if you see them, and you're willing to see them. And, uh, and even for the slightest change that we need to make in our lives as a stepping stone in the right direction, it's doable. It's always doable as long as we give ourselves permission to do so. I, I love that. And on your website, you talk about being stuck is not, it's temporary. It's temporary. Remember that it's temporary. So Niall, I have to thank you. I am so happy that you came here today to share with me. And I just love all of this information that you've given you. You are a wealth, absolutely a wealth of information out there and a wealth of wisdom. And yeah. thank you. Thank you. And I hope people, if, if they need some help and they are moved by what you said and they, you know, they feel that in their heart, I hope they reach out to you. And, thank and you. I, I really so appreciate it. Have met you. We met on Clubhouse and that right. was, you know, There's Clubhouse too. Yes. All fortuitous. You know, you never know what you, you take a step, you take an action. And so I am so thrilled that you agreed to be interviewed with me and um, yeah. look forward to more conversations. So I, you know, I know this is the beginning, not the end of, of a great. I totally agree. I'm looking forward to it also. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Now, Niall and I would love to hear from you. Niall gave me so much inspiration today and he shared terrific words of wisdom that I hope inspired you too. And I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway from today's interview? Leave a comment below or even better, head over to reinventionready.com where you'll find all sorts of tips and ideas from people just like Niall to help you on your own reinvention journey. The world needs those special gifts that only you can share. It's not too late to make the rest of your life your best life. Start today. Thanks for watching. See you soon.